on all things Spurs. Now, here are your hosts. Hello everybody and welcome to a new episode of the Spurs News Podcast. I am Sam, delighted to say, like every week at the moment we're going for a record. I'm joined by my partner in crime, it's Matt. Yeah, you're right mate. It's, it's, it's nothing to do with just like, you know, how well we've done. It's the fact that Stephanie's not going to be on this podcast anymore. So I'm like, like no, I said, no. <laughs> no matter what happens, it's going to be me and you yeah. or nothing. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. If anyone out there making a documentary about Tottenham and they need some audio, you're going to hear us and that's yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what? No, and my luck, they'd make another one, and then they'd say, oh, we want to use your audio. Me and you'd be like, well, we know it's us this time, and they'd yeah. just use the American voiceover guy. <laughs> yeah, and make him. That'd be so typical, wouldn't it? Yeah. We'd yeah, sack him yeah. off then, wouldn't we? <laughs> oh, wouldn't, yeah, isn't that the truth? Yeah, but, but at the moment, he does it for free. Love you, mate. <laughs> so, so, yeah, but big, big fan, big fan. Uh, but yeah, and welcome to a new episode of the podcast. Um, this week, we we oh, we got a couple of games to talk about. Um Funny, for me, funny anyway, for a lot of other people it's not so bloody funny, um, but last week me and you said about how the mood in football can change very quickly, right, we were recording it on a Thursday in the afternoon, and we're like, you know, we've got the Europa League tonight, um, we got the league game, you know, at the weekend, you know, we're, we're looking good, you know, thumbs up, everything's okay, we then went and lost in the Europa League, um, which which I'm still blaming you for, by the way, because you did the updates on the page. Yeah, I know that was fun. Like being forced, it's not being forced to watch that game was not enjoyable. <laughs> I tell you, <laughs> there was part of me was like, right, Seb, this is how you post half time. Yeah. This is what you need to. <laughs> yeah, the... do, you, do you want to know the funniest thing, right? Because um, I, I was be- I had something come up and I had to deal with it, and you were kind enough to say, yeah, yeah, I'm watching. I'll, I'll do the updates. I gave you the images for it, like on your phone. It's like, oh, I know you've probably got them, but look, here I'm having again. I didn't even give you goal consumer. No, you didn't. Like, you didn't give me that. I had to go I, and screenshot I, that. <laughs> I was so far into this kind of, you're not going to need that. No. You know, we're good. This, you know, Antwerp, we're going to smash them. Um, the reality is they haven't lost at home in a long time. Um, they're, they're a decent team. It was their first team that played, you know, five days earlier. They all knew each other, you know, well drilled. And we looked like a team that had, you know, not played together much, which our second string genuinely haven't. So No, of course. Um, there ain't anything to read into that, really, is there? I know a lot of people wanted to dissect it afterwards, but from my point of view, it was kind of like, if our first team had gone there and lost, I'd have been pissed. Mm. But that's, that's our second string. And you look at it and you go, our squad depth is incredible. But squad depth really isn't like, here's our first team that plays week in, week out, and here's our second team that never plays, but is also good. Because 
it don't work like that. Really, if you've got a squad that's really good, it's like one guy comes in, two, three guys come in, and they still look good. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's like a rotation of players, not a whole team rotation. Yeah, do you, do you know what it reminds me of a little bit? And I will say as well, before I make this point, uh, yeah. I know the commentator said it on the game that we've never won in Belgium before, so it was almost like, yeah, that that's was, never going to yeah. happen anyways. But you know what it made, it, made me, it made me think of? You know when you watch international games, like mm-hmm. for example, like you watch England play, and but by and large, it's a it's a very good squad we've got. I mean, like you know, yeah, people yeah. could argue Harry Maguire maybe, you know, but apart from him, no, he's, he's an I like. No, he's oh, just had a bad he's had a Mal- bad time of things. Malcolm Leap the lad, leave him alone. But like it's it's a, it's eleven good players, very good professional players yeah. that had, that don't play with each other week in week out, and yeah. and and it was it was a bit like that with that game. You know, they, 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 there's nothing like the players that started were, were good. Like there was a good eleven, and I was surprised actually. Larice started. I don't know why did Hart not start that game. Did, well, do you, have you got any inside information I, on that one? <laughs> only that apparently they've alternated every game for the Europa League, and that's continuing. Oh, I thought Hart. Do you know what? That's, I'm, I thought I was paying attention to. Do you know what it might have been? Yeah. That game that that no one could. I, you, I don't know how you managed to get some yeah. link to it somehow. No, no, but, no, no comment. No comment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no comment. Sorry. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. not like you heard someone that had a link to it that was telling you about yeah, it. You know? uh, yeah. A, a guy with some binoculars from a, a high crane from far away was catching me up to date. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But but we, yeah. Uh, apart from that, I don't think none of us knew what who played, like who's like the, how the goals no. were scored. So all, we, all we know is we won, and we went okay. That's all we needed to know. That's fine. Um, that's like the yeah, Europa no, League summed up on it. My um my reaction was the same because my my thinking was when we signed Hart and obviously we got Gazaniga as well. It's like well, any time we're playing the Europa League, especially the early rounds, Hart's going to start. Or you know, well at the time I thought possibly Gazaniga, but obviously he's not in the Europa League squad. So I I just I I didn't understand it myself, and I did see that while he's alternated. Uh, that was on Twitter. So I mean, I genuinely don't know because to me I was like really. But yeah, it was what a lot of people said immediately to the reaction of, "Why is Larice starting?" Well, yeah, they they, they alternate. Um, yeah. I mean, it's a surprise to me. I mean, the thing is, as well, is I think if Larice, you know, the captain of the team says, you know, or perhaps he's feeding something a bit rusty or anything, he's like, "Oh, I want the game." I imagine he gets it. As goalkeepers, although obviously the concentration has to be intense and they do have to be fit, it's not quite the same as Harry Kane playing all of a game in Belgium on Sunday and then, then the Premier League, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, but going back to it, I mean, what do you think? Do you think we got anything to look into with that? Because I saw so many people like, oh, our supposedly strong squad, it's crap. And I'm like, oh, I, I don't buy into that. I'm not sure I get that. I, I, it, it's, it's funny because, so, like, we apart, so we lost to Everton in the first game of the season and then after we that did. we've gone on this unbeaten run. And... Yeah. I, I don't know. For, for me, it was it's, it was disappointing. What like the, the performance was disappointing, and and it felt yeah. disjointed. And like you've said, it's because it's eleven like more or less eleven players that haven't been playing with each other week in week out. So it, it had that disjointed feeling about it. But at the same time, it also felt like like we're we're away to Antwerp. I'm pretty sure, and I don't want to kind of like you know be overconfident, but I'm pretty sure we're probably going to beat them at home. So it's Especially almost like, now, yeah. yeah, so so it almost felt like, look, let's just take that loss. It's not going to really, in the grand scheme, affect anything. It's a, a different, like, like with the Premier League, for example, I think if we'd have lost the, the Brighton game, that would have felt really disappointing because it's like, that's a, that's a, t- that's a game we need to, w- we need to win. Like, it's an important three points. 
it yeah. but in the in the grand scheme of things but with with the Europa League it, it doesn't feel like that it feels like I still feel like quite like I know I mentioned it last week but I feel, still feel like it's just for, for us there's no reason why we shouldn't win this group and 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 that defeat I don't think is going to make a difference really in in, in, the, in the overall I think yeah. when you get to the the, the game the the, the, the when it's completed, when that group's completed, I'm still fairly confident we're going to we're gonna be top of it. No, no, I agree with you. I mean, a lot obviously rides on tonight. I mean, the, the team need to go and beat Ludo Goretz. I can't yes. pronounce it. Ludo, How do you pronounce it? Is it Ludo or Goretz, isn't it? Or is it Ludo Goretz? Oh, it's like Ludo yeah. Goretz. Ludo Goretz. There you go, Ludo Goretz. That's what I'm going to go with, Ludo Goretz. I mean, yes. we've got to go there and beat them. Mm. I mean, yes. this is the thing. You know, you can lose these group games when you're playing your second string, and that's fine. I'd like to see a bit of a mixed side tonight. I know Jose in his press conference like, we are going there strong. Um, with the number of subs you can make, I'd like to see us perhaps a mix, you know, not like a total half and half, but it's like two or three te- two or three players in there who possibly wouldn't normally get a start in the league. You know, give them a chance with the first team to try and impress. You know, start with Kane, Son and Bale. You know, let Bale get a game with the main two. Do you, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that. Or Delhi as well. Just just mix it a little bit and then like take Kane off at half time when we're 10 the luck. I was, you know, I was going yeah. to say exactly the same because like it, it felt like, and look, I'm not going to question Mourinho's uh, ta- tactics because this guy no. has won a lot of stuff over the years and he gets paid a lot of money to yeah. know all this stuff. So I'm, I'm you does. know, I'm not going to yeah. start saying, Mourinho, you don't know what you're doing. Right? But, <laughs> but, 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 but for me, like, I think I sang that at him at Old Trafford. Oh, did you really? You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, moving on. Moving on. But, but does it, doesn't it make sense? Surely it makes sense, like you just said, to put a strong 11 on the pitch, get, yeah. get, let them go 2 3 4 nil up, and then don't get me yeah. wrong, not just change them all and then, like, you know, capitulate but then take like take yeah, off the yeah, big guys make, make the uh, make a couple of changes because you've, you yeah the, 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 yeah the game's killed off like you've, you've you've crushed the spirit of the opposition like they've yeah. they've you know you know whereas this the other way around last week it just felt like it, it was like trying to put out fires you know like that it was we yeah, was clearly bring struggling on, yeah. bring, bring on the big guys but by then it just felt yeah, so man. disjointed they weren't going to make a difference yeah, momentum in sports massive. It is. Mm. It's something when, when I was playing rugby and we saw. I had this uh, uh, Kiwi coach, and I mean, the culture of rugby in this country has changed so much to get in line. But when I was playing, we still had this very, you know, it was like a, a drinking game with a bit of rugby thrown in. You know, it was it was still had this kind of weird culture to it, and even the professional game. You know, I was signed to a contract with a club, so even that was like strange you know you finish training you're like oh you're going to the bar like um no yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. it, was, it was odd um but this, this kiwi coach that came in and talked to us about momentum in sport and he was talk. and the main reason why he did it was because he's like so many teams go ahead and when they go ahead they ease off and he's like you don't do that he said a game is you know rugby's 80 but applying it to football now the game's 90 minutes you got a west ham so game haven't you <laughs> Well, I'm t- well, we talk about Tottenham in general. It is a problem we have. And I genuinely believe when he picked that second team to go and play this team, rather than that second team having the mentality of, right, guys, we go out there and smash this lot, then the Premier League game, this, you know, how is he not going to pick some of us? Do you know, mm, you know yeah. if, we, if we look that good, we need to go out and show it. And rather than having that attitude, they showed up with, oh, if we're being picked, this is going to be a walkover. Yeah, and yep. then no one could snap out of it. And I've played in games of rugby where we we smash the team like a hundred points to nil earlier in the season. And when we play them again, 
we'd be like, ah, oh, well, it's, it's them. You know, this is easy. And all of a sudden, we'd be like 20-odd points down. And you can't. It takes so much to then snap out of this kind of malaise. And, you know, like I said, but you go back to momentum. And I genuinely believe that once a game starts going that way, like you just said, it doesn't matter if you bring on Harry Kane. It doesn't matter if you bring on Messi, Ronaldo. You're going to struggle because the whole t- you know, everything's going against you. Yeah, and you've also got the opposition who've got their tails up, like like, like Antwerp oh, did. Oh, big time, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was a massive game for them, and they played like it was a massive game for them. Uh, we talked about it last week about how the, the kind of our respect for our opposition, and I want to bring it back to that because against Man United, you could tell our entire squad respected them and expected them to come back at them. So they kept playing. Mm. And because we kept playing, we ended up winning that game 6-1. Against West Ham, we didn't show them the same respect. And because of that, we switched off. Yeah. Oh, we're 3-0 up. Oh, what do we do now? Oh, well, we'll just see out. You know, let's, let's make sure we don't get injured. Let's make sure we don't... I mean, it's a nightmare scenario. And Jose is the sort of manager who's never stood for that. And he seems to be really struggling with that with us. I mean... I think Pochettino struggled, you know, towards the end it happened more and more. Um, but with us now, it's like a real mentality shift. And he signed these people like Doherty, Hoybier, I just said his name again because I can, <laughs> um, who were supposed to like add that, you know, Joe Hart even, you know, these people who are coming into the squad are supposed to add this uh, vocality, this kind of uh, leadership that we've lacked and perhaps it's going to happen. But it's even happening on their watch. So... I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to solve it. It does need to be solved because we, you know, if we hadn't have, and let's face it, we did give away points this season. You know, we've, the Newcastle game, that penalty decision is awful, but we probably shouldn't have been in that scenario. Um, You look at the game against Everton, we were awful. So, you know, it's just a bad day, but you know, West Ham game with those points, you know, the six points it would have been rather than the one, uh, sorry, the, the two, were top of the league. Yeah, we've only got to look at the goal difference. I mean, we've got the best goal difference yeah. in the league. So really, we yeah. should be up, we should be top, shouldn't we? Yeah, and, and, and this is this is the this is the kind of thing where we've, that's not the teams, and don't get me wrong, I don't want to disparage that West Ham did have to come back. They did have to get involved in the game. But we gifted them two goals and then the third I mean, that's just one of those. It either hits Rosette or the back of the net. You know, mm. <laughs> the guy lashed it. It's, that's a freak goal, and everyone knows it, so that's fine. But we gave them two, you know, and really the third one, you could argue about the free kick being all these different things, but really that should never have happened either because when Winks got the ball, we should have levered it rather than trying to play out, just like boom, gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. If, you, if you're going to score, you're going to have to do it from Start the Start over again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, so. It's these little things. So we gifted them that point and gave away two against Newcastle. I don't agree with that penalty decision, but really we should have dealt with that better. And so we've you know given away two points there as well. So if not for our own problems, we would be top of the league. And that is where we need to iron out because we can score goals for fun. Everybody can see that. We've got the goal scoring potential front and you've got Hoybier that statistically and anyone with eyes can see is one of the best holding defensive cover midfielders in the league so why you know why do we still look so ropey against everybody mm. and I think it comes down to this concentration this kind of mentality issue where they're not going out there with this kind of like it's 90 minutes 90 minutes of 100% it's like hey look you know 
Kane just got on everyone. Oh, deck chairs, lads. <laughs> do, yeah, do, do you know? Do you know what though? Like, you, it's it's clearly something that Mourinho's identified. And again, I know there's something we've we've oh, yeah, spoken about so, quite yeah. a lot. But uh, you know, like you saw in the the documentary about how he's trying to get that 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 kind of um, mentality in. So he's clearly trying, isn't he? And maybe, hopefully, yeah. this this kind of um, the way we are now will just be a, a distant memory over the next few once it sort of embeds itself into their attitude because he, he, like you say he's, like I say he's clearly getting that he's trying to get that, that in to drive that into the players so the, the fact he's yeah. addressing it is a, is, a, is a good thing you know it's something he's, he's identifying yeah no and I think you're absolutely right I think you know anyone with eyes can see the problem and I think Jose spotted it perhaps last season before yeah. we, we yeah. ever, where everyone did because I think we were looking at going oh same old Tottenham <laughs> whereas yeah. he's looking at going yeah, no, this this is an issue. You know, yeah, this sure. needs to be addressed. And and I think perhaps this season, because so many other teams are dropping points here, there, and everywhere, it would be very easy to just go, "Oh, it's a weird season. Everybody's doing it." But everybody's doing it, ain't you know? That ain't the excuse. No. Yeah, and and, and also if everyone's doing it, and then we we're consistent, then we'll win the league. Yeah. We, then then we win the league. I mean, yeah. you think about this two weeks ago, right? Everyone was looking at Liverpool, going, "Wow, they just got smashed by Villa." Wow, Liverpool are going to be so off of it. They're top of the league. Yeah, again. of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and you know, the, and really, if they find you know if they click into gear, which in the last game I watched them, they looked a lot more like themselves. You know they're going to walk this mm. because Man City look a mess. Yeah, they I do. Mean, every time yeah. I watch them, I'm like, "What is going on there?" Something's it's wrong. Like the there, whole team yeah. about a fight. You know, yeah. it's just weird. I, mm. I can't work out what's going on there. Um, Man United are going to come good as soon as they bring in Pochettino. Yeah, that's going to happen, yeah. isn't it? Uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's let's just talk about that briefly. How do you feel about that? Because I'm I'm just kind of like, well, good luck to you. You know, not when you play us. But good, good luck to you. Um, but at the same time, it's going to be really weird yeah. seeing him at another English club. And I know he was at Southampton first, so uh, you know it's a strange thing to say. And football's strange, but given you know, even on Monday Night Football last week, he's still talking about how much he loves Tottenham fans, mm. how much he loves Tottenham. It's just a strange. Yeah, it will be really strange, but you can just see it's a perfect fit for him at Manchester United, isn't it? And, oh, and it I, is. Yeah. I, I just think this is yeah. exactly what they need, you know. But um, and I, 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 like so, what, what I feel, I feel bad for Solskjaer because he's a, he, he he comes across as a really nice guy, but I yeah. just feel like he's completely out of his depth, you know. Do you know what? And, and I don't. It doesn't sound like a nice thing to say, but I don't think it's an unfair thing to say. You know, I've seen a lot of Man United fans just raring into him, and I'm thinking, the guy's Man United through and through. Yeah, of course he is. You know, you cut him, he bleeds Man United. Mm. And and because of that, when they offered him the job permanently, of course he was going to take it. Of course he was going to say, yeah, of course, you know, I'm going to try and do everything I can. And you see his way he wants to play football with with the players he's got... When it clicks, they look a very good team. Yeah. But a bit like with us, they seem to have this kind of duck in and out. Like it's almost like they decide which games they want to play in. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with him. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like yeah. last night in the in Champions League, they decided, oh, you know, we don't want to play. Don't fancy this one. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and and it's bizarre, and you can sort of say, oh, what well, a manager should be motivated. I mean, it is a fair point. But I'm looking at them right now, and all I can see is a group of players who have decided all is done. Um, let's just coast until the new boss gets here. And, yeah. You know, try and impress him. And when you think about it, if Pochettino does indeed go there, 
Um, you've got Luke Shaw, who without a shadow of a doubt was the best left-back prospect in world football under Mauricio at Southampton there. Mm. Um, he'll either be delighted or you know, terrified that his old taskmaster is coming back. <laughs> um, and then you've got players like Bruno Fernandes, who Pochettino desperately wanted at Tottenham. Anthony Martial, who he desperately wanted at Tottenham. They are, and he will get his first choice targets there, in theory. In theory, and I say in theory because Man United have got all the money and everything, but I am not convinced that club's well run from a recruitment or from any other point of view, really. Not anymore, anyway. No, I mean I've got a, I've got a friend at work who's a massive Man United fan, and he and he the way he talks about them, he's just, the frustration with him. He said, like, and I think it's because. Yeah. He's come from a, uh, uh, you know, he's, he's similar a, age to a me. Golden so, era. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you can kind of understand his frustration a little bit, can't you? Well, you can definitely understand yeah. it. I mean, me and you would look at it and go, are oh, you entitled git? Yeah. But it, it is definitely, you can completely understand it when you're used to, you are the dominant club. You've got a top player, the club go out and sign him. But it would appear to me that Ferguson ran that club. Like you know, oh, top to bottom, yeah, almost. completely, yeah. And with him gone, it's almost like their infrastructure for everything was like, oh, we're great, we're a well-run club. Look at us. And just over time, it's just eroded. Mm-hmm. And I know the fans absolutely hate the guy. He's like their director of football. I can't think of his name off the top of my head now, but you know, they absolutely hate the guy. Um, he's like the hiring and firing guy as well. So when he gets rid of Ollie, it'd be him who's doing the doing the deal for Pochettino. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I just, you know, like I said, just on him, I mean, I sort of wish him all the luck in the world, but at the same time, not against us. No, um, yeah. But potentially, he could do a great job there. Yeah. You know, the young players they got as well, if they buy into it, and that's the key thing, if they buy into it, I can't see Paul Pogba doing double day training sessions no. and liking it. Do you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's where like with Tottenham, for example, when he came in, all the egos got cleared, you know, that summer. And then he had all the young players, Mason, Townsend, Kane, all these young players just completely bought into it. Rose, Walker. Oh, yeah. And we look, and we look great, yeah. We look great. Um, Dembele, like, was, re, you know, reborn. Ericsson, reborn. Mm. It was, it was, it was great. Um, at Man United, there's going to be a few there I genuinely look at and go, I can't see him. What, you know, you talk about Maguire. Can you imagine Maguire having to go through the Pochettino fitness stuff? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Pogba, there's a few of them there that you sort of look at and you go, I just can't see it. I really can't. But they might surprise you. Like, who would have thought Dembele probably when Pochettino come in would have would have made it? You know, you think about his kind of the way he was before. The, everyone's like, oh, all the potential in the world and never realizing it. But he he bought into it and then boom, he was probably one of the best central midfielders in the world football for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, good luck to him. Uh, I think it's a question of when, not if, with that. Yeah, um, definitely. I know, I, know, I know a few of my friends have been watching Paris Saint-Germain hoping they'd nose up enough that they'd lure him. <laughs> just like, <laughs> just go to France, win loads of yeah. trophies, and then come back to us. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll win some other Jose. You go there and win a load, and then we'll reunite, we'll reunite. some heavenly, <laughs> magical moment oh, and win everything together. Um <laughs> That's not how life works. No, no. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's that. But we were talking about Tottenham and obviously just the kind of strange mentality thing. Um, I I can't put a thing on it because I look at the individual players and I'm like, that individual player should not suffer from that problem. And you see them like go play international football and stuff and they don't 
seem to have the same issues. So it's like a a collective issue that's there. And we've brought in new personnel, but the new personnel seem to be falling into the same trap. <laughs> so sure, yeah. It's it's a strange one. I, I don't know. I don't know what it needs. Um, Sometimes, and you sort of look at these situations, but I look at our best teams and you've always got kind of a a figure there that you get, you know, or teams over the years, they've got this figure that's like the manager, but on the pitch. Mm, yeah. And I don't think we got that. You get yeah. a Reese kind of bought into it a bit last season that day he was going to fight Sonny um, but not really Kane is, is vocal in his leadership but not you know not the same you know you look at uh, John Terry's and people like that who basically will literally put every limb on the line as a defender um, at every moment throughout an entire game we don't really have that you know Toby's a really classy defender but not that I mean Eric Dyer is probably the closest we have Dyer, when he's playing well and he's fit, is kind of, you know, he'll put everything into it. But it's still, there's still something just not clicking. And of course, it could be combinations because we haven't really been able to tie down a, you know, that's our first choice back four. Yeah, <laughs> in a sure. Long time. I, I think. I, I mean, I know he's young, but I, I feel, I feel like that Rodon could could sort of fill that sort of role by the sounds yeah, of things. It, and what I've heard about him, he's he's a very sort of. Uh, you know, head on the line, vocal kind of defender. Yeah. I know he's obviously young yeah, at the yeah. moment, but maybe that's that's the future for us, you know? Well, quite possibly. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see when he actually gets, um, you know, he actually gets game time with us, how that goes. I mean, we got a, a lot of people have forgotten this competition, but we got the League Cup coming up again soon. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, I think it's Stoke we're yep. playing. Oh, why, um, yeah. So going, going to Stoke, a championship team. Uh, your Rodon's very much been in the championship for the last two, three years with Swansea. He's the sort of player, you know, you'd want on board for that. Um, mm. You know, go in there, like right, everyone, this is what it's going to be like. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, can you do it on a Wednesday night in Stoke is going to be the question. <laughs> Uh, Gareth Bale, go on, Bale. Um, <laughs> do you remember that goal he scored against Stoke? On the yeah, we, yeah, brilliant, yeah. wasn't it? That I, I was actually, yeah. um, I, I was in a V Festival that weekend, and it must have yeah. been a few years ago because Ooh, I, I had couple, to. Mate. <laughs> no, do you know what makes me realise it must have been a few years ago because. I remember I had a mob- I did mobile phones were a thing, right? But now, <laughs> yeah. whereas nowadays, before any sarky git says something, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, like nowadays, I think you could probably like I don't know what you well, you'd at the very least watch the highlights of it afterwards. But oh yeah, the only yeah, way yeah. I could find out the score or anything because I think maybe the signal was bad because I wasn't was in the middle of a field, you know. But I had yeah. to phone. I don't know if it's, it still exists, but there's a. Um, there used to be a number you could call to find information. Do you remember it? It was like a what the club? What the club? Called no, anything. If you needed any information, oh, you know, like a one one eight, one one eight. Remember that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had to phone then to find out what the football result was. Like... I mean, I love your dedication there. There's no word of a lie. I mean, that's that's phenomenal. I, I was worried you're going to be like, I had to ring someone to check teletext. No, but that was like, I don't, that, that, there was like, I just remember like not being able to find out. Like there was no way of finding out, and whether it was because of the the, the technology at the time or the fact that I was in a festival where the signal was bad. But I just remember thinking, like, I need to know. And then I, I remember just people saying to me, "Oh, I've heard that the, the, the goal's really good." I'm like, "I can't watch this goal. Like, I can't. I'm not home till Monday." You know, <laughs> it was worth I the need wait. To know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh dear. Um. Yeah, I mean, so we got that coming up again. I mean, I think Rodon's definitely going to get some minutes. I mean, I think he's sort of right on the fringe of the Premier League squad as it is. And if we concede goals again, he's going to be right in there. Uh, Tanganga's back training as well. Um, and his kind of youthful 
uh, you know, like when Kane first come in and stuff, that kind of youthful exuberance and that kind of pressing everybody. Like, I'm here, I, you know, I want to play every minute of every day. Um, I think that helps. I think that does lift people around them, like, kind of like, oh, bloody hell, look at this kid. <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But like you said, it's like one of those things where if we iron that out, if we iron out that mistakes we'd really be flying yeah completely um i mean at the weekend we played brighton um and we won the game i mean this is the key thing we did win the game um but for a massive part of it especially after going one nil up we kind of just like zoned out I, I, it's weird it's with weird. that yeah it's it's weird with the game because i, I watched it with seb and um mm. it, it, it's um so you know we won nil up and it, and it kind of feels like I don't know. I, I wonder because, like, you look at the, posi- the 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 possession stats. Brighton had more possession than us over the course of the ninety minutes. Yep. I don't know if you know that, but yeah. uh, you, of course, you know that you're you know there's not a stat that passes you by. Is it? Nerd. So, right? yeah. Yeah. No, absolute nerd. Yeah. yeah, but it, it's it it felt like, and especially after what what we were saying about you know the the defence being nervous and stuff. But it just felt yeah. like Mourinho trusts them. Like it's like. He trusts them to soak it up. See, yeah. and, and look, you know, look, we're gonna we're gonna concede. Let's concede possession here, but I trust yeah. you that you're not gonna concede. You know, it's yeah. it's weird because it it just for for long periods of time it did not feel like we were playing at home. I know, obviously, you know, it's no, different without the crowd there, but he he played it almost like an away game. It was really strange. Well, it, it was strange because I felt we were actually dominating up until we scored. Like, up until the point we scored, I thought we were the best team. Mm. And then we went 1-0 up, and it's like we reverted to counter-attack then. It was like yeah. we reverted to this kind of, right, you have the ball because you ain't going to damage us. But when you lose the ball, when we turn it over, we're going to pick you off. And if that's the way Mourinho wants to play, I, I kind of get it. But like you said, a home game against Brighton, you've gone 1-0 up. I think if the fans are in the stadium, we roar them on to go for two. Yeah. Without the fans there, there's a lot of differences. Like, you know, you don't get that same level of expectation of, come on, play football, you buggers. No, you know, know you're right. And and whether it's just a coincidence or whether it's something that Mourinho's playing on. Because another example I can think of is the the Arsenal game last season. Yeah. You know, uh, we won it 2-1. I appreciate just like this game. Mm. But it felt like you know they Arsenal were more dominant and it wouldn't have happened yeah. if, if fans were in the stadium no no but, I, I, I believe that but you wonder yeah. whether Mourinho like so whether it, whether it was them just kind of going back re- reverting to that kind of uh, a, a, a style of play you know counter counter attack yeah. play or whether he's told them to but it maybe it just it's easier to drop into that when there are no fans yeah. in the stadium. And, and, and I, I think it is. Yeah, yeah I think it is. I, ja, I mean, Jao Sacramento, the the assistant, was going mental, like trying to just get them to hold higher lines, just to try and press higher, uh, you know, get some emphasis again. Because like we were talking earlier on about momentum, once we lost all momentum in that game. It was inevitable they were going to score. I mean, don't get me wrong; that goal shouldn't have stood. In well, my they, humble opinion, can we talk about that's that? That's a sir? foul. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a foul on Hoybier, and it's blatant. The referee missed it, but then VAR picks it up, tells him to look at it, and the guy still doesn't give why, it. Why, I mean, why did, like, what's, what's your theory on why he didn't oh, give it after looking at the camera? My my honest theory, and trying to be as fair as humanly possible, is that he felt the penalty that was given to us earlier in the game wasn't one but VAR overruled him and said it was 
and I felt he felt like he had to even it up. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it was conscious or subconscious in his mind or what, but I've watched football for so many years, and I don't. I've lost count of how many times you see a referee give a decision that afterwards I think he goes, "Oh, oh no, maybe, maybe that was wrong." And then he'll even it up, you know, like send somebody off. And then later, you know, a guy from the opposition team blows on somebody. He's like, oh, that's horrific. Off you go. And you're like, what? Mm. <laughs> He's just trying to balance it. I mean, that's the only thing. I mean, the fact is he hasn't been given a game this weekend. Yeah. So the FA, of course, they never do it. And I, I, it does my head in. But the FA will never say, oh, yeah, he had a bad one. We're sitting him down. He's doing a bit of training, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. They'll just go, we're rotating the referees. But we all know. We yeah, all know we know why. Yeah. Taking him off because he, he had a he had a shocker. He had a shocker. I, I was going to say because I, I don't I don't know if you ever look at it uh, on the, on my Sky Sports app every uh, mm. like Monday normally after the after the weekend's games they do yeah. a, a a ref watch article where it's Dermot Gallagher. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Did, did I, you? I've not seen the article, but I've seen on Sky Sports News they have him on. Yeah, to so look he, at them. So he does like a he he basically look, looks at like half a dozen controversial incidents. And just gives his opinion on basically. Now he, he yep. because obviously he's an ex-referee, he's quite not. I wouldn't say biased, but it takes yeah. a lot for him to disagree with the decision that the refs made. <laughs> I, you know, uh, yeah, I'd agree as, with as that, you can yeah. imagine. But he was very critical. Is I forget his great. His, forget the referee's name. Is it Graham something? Uh, the referee of the of the, yeah. of the match. Anyway, I forget his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. But he, he's his theory was that he didn't want to overrule himself and and it's quite interesting because you know there's so many times in football with VAR and I know VAR was involved but in a different yeah. sense for this one but there's so many times when referees are overruled aren't they and and it, and it's, it yeah. almost to an extent it feels like it undermines them so yeah. you you almost you almost can imagine it being a, a fuck you to the VAR from the referee. It's like I've well, made well, a decision. Yeah, and, you're not going to let me yeah. change. You're not going to change my mind. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it was yeah. my decision. I'm going to keep it because, like, you, you look at like you can't look at that tackle or that, that no. foul and not no, see anything. Not see no, like it's a yellow. No, at the minimum, it is, it's a foul and a yellow card. Like, yeah, what, yeah. what is, is like? Is, he's, 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 he he's knows mind that. Blowing. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like for me when when it first happened. I thought that it was it was going to get given because it was so many phases back. I was like, "Well, how far?" Yeah. And, and this is something we've had a discussion about about before. Like, yeah, where is how the far what, is it? how yeah. far do you go back with the phases? But it felt like straight away. I was like, "Oh, because like, I remember Seb saying, oh, do you think they should look at VAR?'" And I said, "I think it's too far back, mate." And then it popped up VAR, and as soon as it did, at yeah. home on the commentary, yep, yep, he's gonna he's gonna um, he's gonna yeah. call that one. He's that's gonna get. Uh, yeah. overruled because it's just so well, so it, obvious it's an obvious you know? foul yeah I mean literally it was a foul committed which then led to the ball going out and then in and goal you know so it literally led directly to the goal because if that foul hadn't happened they wouldn't have had that possession you know in that position mm. so yeah I see where they're going with it but I, I'm kind of like like you just said then how can you look at that and not give a foul and the, the reality is is that that attitude of I'm not being overruled here. Whether that's because he's trying to even out the decisions or whether that's just because it's sheer obstinance of no, I'm fine with that. You know, I'm happy with that. I'm not you know, I'm not ruling out. How dare you question my decision? And you kind of look at the way technology is applied in other sports, you know, you think about cricket for a, se- a second with umpires. The VAR official says that's out. That's it. There ain't no like, are you sure? <laughs> it's yeah. like, no, that's yeah. out. 
It's done. I've looked at a video. I'm a, I'm a ref. You're a ref. I've had the chance to look at a video. It's done. With this, not only are you getting a re video referee, a qualified ref, look at it and go, oh, I think that's a foul. He's then also giving the on-field you know, referee a chance to look at it again. Yeah. You yeah. know, so you've got an on-field... There's a get-out there. Every single fan in the world, no matter how annoyed they are at refereeing decisions, will accept that in real time, when things are happening fast, you can miss stuff. Yeah, and you can yeah. you can make a mistake. What none of us can wrap our head around is when he then goes to the monitor, looks at it, and still makes the wrong decision. No, because that's not VAR's fault. That's incompetent refereeing. Yeah, absolutely. And it, and it, it, it almost demeans like the whole point of VAR is to get rid of these mistakes. So if it's yeah. something so blatant yeah. and obvious, I'll tell you what, Sam. I've yeah. just um. I pulled up the article, uh, Dermot Gallagher, yeah. to, to read what he says. So, yeah, so yeah, this, go, this, yeah. this is what he said. So he said, I do not think it should have been allowed. He said, that is a foul and a yellow card. But for whatever reason, the referee, Graham Scott, there we go. So I've got his first name right, uh, chose not yeah. to give it. He goes on and the goal is scored. And then the, vid the VA, uh, VAR, uh, Jonathan Moss, does, yeah. does him a massive favour by sending him to the screen. Yeah. He goes to the screen, yeah. looks at it, and I think he had looked at it too much. And in the end, he has just looked for a reason to back himself. And that is where he has made the yeah. mistake. He has not gone with an open mind and if he had done that I think he would have given a different decision yeah I think I think he's been ridiculously kind to him there actually mm. I've, I, and I know why because yeah because he's part yeah, of the, he's an ex referee part of the club yeah but I think he has been ridiculously kind to him there um which but that's the thing it's like he had a get out then he missed that in the open play but when the VAR ref like you said has done him a massive favour by going um look again yeah yeah <laughs> no yeah. one's gonna no one's gonna have a quibble with that because he's missed it in open play all full pace Mourinho and everyone's gonna say alright but Mourinho after the game raised such an amazing point and it is true right so if a, a manager goes in after a game and goes that referee had a shocker today. I'm appalled. He gets fined. You know, yeah. he, you know, it says worse or whatever. But you get hammered as a player, as a manager, anything. The referees don't have to explain themselves. Yep. I think yeah. they should. Mm. I think accountability would improve performance. If that referee had to go in front of an FA panel that on a Monday, let's say, and right do a review, and they say, right, look, we've looked at this decision. Why didn't you give this? And he, he and he had to say, well, I looked at it and I still don't believe it's a foul. Then the FA Premier League refereeing board should go, well, you clearly aren't a ref then. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You don't know the rules. Yeah, and it should be transparent because if you did that, the faith would be restored in fans that there isn't anything crooked going on. Do you know what I mean? And mm. I, I don't believe there is. I don't believe there are referees who go out there out of their way to screw certain teams or certain players I, I don't buy into that I know sometimes it feels that way but I don't buy into it but if you have this transparency of yeah you're right I have made an error there and then you saw this referee go on not make that same mistake again all of us would be like okay yeah we all yeah. you know that, okay all right but if he then keeps making that mistake, then that's when you've got to see the Premier League or whoever runs the referees go, Oi, no, you ain't good enough. Yeah, yeah completely. <laughs> you know, it, yeah. Out you go. Mm. But anyway, that's that's my point on that. Uh, my friend, we do have some questions from our Facebook page. Are you ready for them? Let's go, Sam. And now it's time for your comments directly from our Facebook page. Okay, so from Facebook, we have our first one from Matthew Fleming. 
Matthew says, With our defence still not looking top level, despite the excellent screening that Hoybier provides, do we just have to go out into every game with the intention of outscoring our opponents? <laughs> or do the coaching staff need to focus more on defensive tactics and or formations? P.S. Thanks again for the shirt. Yeah, Matthew Fleming won the shirt, by the way, and he's now got it. Sent us a lovely picture of him modelling it. Uh, <laughs> You're very a new smart. career for you, Matthew. Yeah, you look, you look lovely. I shared it with everyone. Um... Yeah, I didn't put it on the Facebook page. They're like, hey, look, see, you won a shirt. Um, but yeah, he did, and he's got it, so yay. Uh, it's a good question. It's one we were just kind of discussing a minute ago. Um, what do you think? Do you think it's a case of we need to accept we're going to be open, therefore we score four if they score three? Or do you think, which isn't very Jose at all, by the way, <laughs> or yeah. do you think we need to actually go, we need to tighten this up, however we do it, because we have the capacity to score, but clearly we're going to keep conceding. I think it, I think it sort of ties in with what, what we were talking about earlier with the attitude of the entire yeah. team. I think I, yeah. I, I appreciate that you know you, you're focusing on the defence because that's what you're looking at when you're conceding goals. But I just yeah. I feel like if the if the attitude and the and the intensity and the, um, the you know I'm not, don't, don't give me I'm not I'm not, I'm not trying to criticise because you know because we we've we've been getting some good results, but I just feel like if we can sort of improve that like what we were saying earlier with the, with with, yeah. with with the with the attitude of the players and I, I think it would all yeah. kind of naturally just improve anyway you know and I, I no, think we'd no, concede I, let's no, go I agree. Uh, and it's also a valid thing as well um which which I'm sure Matthew you'll take on board um Fleming that is not Matt you <laughs> that Matt not you Matt him Matt um which is that you know it's not just the defense it is the whole team and I'm going to give an example of a player who I love okay and this player I love we all love him and he's in phenomenal form and that's Sonny some games, what Sonny press the opposition, they must come off the field with his image implanted yeah. in their brains because yeah. he was in their face. He does it all the time, doesn't he? Yeah. Other games, he just seems to stand there. And this is the reason why Larice ripped into him that time. It's the reason why Jose hauled, you know, hauled him over the coals after the Brighton game. Now, fitness thing, mentality thing... I think he suffers a little bit with what a few of the players suffer from, which is, ah, it's Brighton. We got this. You know, I don't need to put that extra yard in. Against Man United, they must have hated him. You know, he was all over all of them from minute one to the end. Against Brighton, no, not at all. And that's where we need to improve because someone needs to be on at him. You know, someone needs, like, whether it's Hoybier, somebody else needs to constantly be going, oi, come on. Come on, you know, this is what we do. This is how we work as a team. And I'm not just picking on him. There's several, you know, the fringe players that come in and out are really guilty of it. Um, you know, Delhi, awful for it. And I think that's why Delhi is not touching the first team at the moment, to be honest with you. Because mm. he just never does it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it is definitely something that needs to change. You know, and Mourinho's not, not really been shy about saying more personnel is going to change in the next summer window. I think from his point of view, it's all about he needs, if he cannot change the player's mentality that is here, he's going to change the players. Just get new players. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see us do something in January again. I I think a central defender, if if things are continuing the way they are, I wouldn't be surprised at all if we're not trying to be busy in January. Much to Steve Hitchens' annoyance, <laughs> but but yeah, I think I think that'd be the case. But um, to to answer the question, which I hope we've kind of answered, I um, I I think in some games 
if we go 2-3-0 up, I fully expect us to try and shut down shop. Um, I thought we did it poorly against West Ham. I think Mourinho will still, if you're 3-0 up, you win the game. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of... I, he don't care about it going to six. He just wants to make sure we got the three points. Mm. Um, but we'll see. I mean, I, I don't know. This is this is strange, uncharted territory at the moment. Um, the next one's from Simon Whiteman. Uh, that's about Daddy. Uh, about Daddy. Do you feel that he could excel in a deeper position, maybe alongside Hoybier and under Belly Lachelso? I'm thinking he's got no chance of an attacking role unless we suffer a load of injuries. But surely he can battle with Sissoko for a starting place. What do you think? What what is going on with Delhi? I know, like I, I, I appreciate that. Um, I mean, like, like you look at the the the, the Europe, Europa game last week. I he, afterwards after the game. I mean, did he get? Yeah. Oh, he got hauled off at half time, didn't he? Or like he did, quite? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. And then after, uh, I think it was that evening or whenever. But um, Mourinho said this is something along the lines of this is why I. I don't get picked. Do you remember what, what it was? Yeah. I can't remember exactly. Yeah, what it... yeah. yeah. He, he basically said maybe, maybe you'll stop coming in the press conferences asking me why player A, B, C doesn't get picked after watching that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like, I, I don't know if you can shed some shed some light on on it, but I, I don't like. I, like, how can how can it, Delhi just like how can he like you look at the player he, like he was and the reputation he had? Yeah. How has it come? Has he crashed down so quickly? I. Oh, it's really difficult because I think our expectation of him is very, very high. So I think any time he falls below that, we, you know, like last season, for example, he was in double figures for assists and goals. That's not shabby. No, no <laughs> not at all. all. Of us, but when all of us think about him last season, we're like, oh, he was awful. You know, the last few years, he's been really poor. But his actual contribution in the attacking third has still been excellent for the club. Um this season, he's not really been given a chance. You know, this season he kind of he started against Everton, where the whole team was awful, um, and it feels like he got kind of made into the example of how awful everybody was. Like, you know, he's the one who's been cast out. Um, I get the impression that he's not training as hard as Jose wants him to. He's not showing the desire that he wants him to, or at least he wasn't, because Jose quite vocally said, you know, if. Delhi was showing me what I need him to show me he'd be getting picked um, but then before that Europa League game last week you know Jose said I'm struggling leaving out Delhi because he's working so hard mm. and and you're kind of like okay so if he's upped his work which clearly he has because Jose wouldn't say that if he hadn't <laughs> yeah sure um, if he's upped his work um, from everybody I know, and you know, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I know loads of people at the club, but from everyone I know who has great links into the club, genuine links for one reason or another, there's no issue in the squad with him. Like he's absolutely not, you know, walking around with a frowny face. He's not Danny Rose in it to everybody. <laughs> he, he's he's absolutely fine. Like, and in fact, if you see the training pictures and stuff. He's constantly laughing. I mean, there's pictures of him and Harry Kane playing basketball yesterday, winding each other up. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. You know, he's absolutely... You know, you wouldn't know. Looking at him, you wouldn't think this kid's have an issue. You know, it's not like the Pogba situation at Man United. It's not like the Undombele situation last season with us and Mourinho. It, it, it is weird. And I, and I... Jose seems to think he's Bertie Big Bollocks in it in his social life and he doesn't care about football. That that's the impression I get. Anyway, purely my opinion. Mm. Um, and maybe that's it. I, I don't know. I, I mean, to me, it's it's weird. It doesn't. 
it doesn't make sense to me how all that, you know, the kid's undoubted talent and ability, why he doesn't seem to want to play. I mean, maybe he wants to leave. Maybe he wants to go and do something different. Maybe he misses Pochettino. Maybe he wants to go to Man United when he joins. I, I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. I mean, I, I want good things for the kid. I'm, I'm attached to him. Which is dangerous with footballers. You should never get attached to any of them. Yeah, but he's he's been but, at, like um, he signed he signed as a, like eighteen year old, and he sort of almost like went straight into the first team. Yeah. And and he's and he's and I think part of it as well is probably part of the attachment is because he scored some really memorable, important oh, goals. Beautiful, uh, and but just just like the the whole you know him and Eric Dyer's sort of bromance thing was just like nice. It was fun. It was kind of stupid he kind of brought this smile to it you know like Sonny does do you know what I mean you mm. watch Delhi play football and it's like oh I wish when I played football it was like that you yeah know, when nutmeg somebody then beat someone does like a quarter and hit a shot from 30 yards or a volley by flicking it over somebody's head you're like when I played football in my back garden that's how I played it yeah you know? yeah <laughs> and he's doing it in the Premier League um so yeah I don't know he's still young enough and I, I'm just desperate that something clicks or something happens. But the thing is, it could be an injury. You know, like um, Simon's just said then, unless there's a, a raft of injuries, you're not going to get a game. But it could be. It could be something is, you know, annoying is someone else getting injured and suddenly Delhi gets a run of two, three games and then his form clicks. Yep, yep. And yeah. then when that guy comes back, it's like, well, that guy ain't in the squad now. Yeah, you know? can see that, can't you? Yeah. You know, Lucas Mora who? You know, mm. all of a sudden, he could be in there. So... Um, at the moment, I, I think he just needs to keep working. And I'd love to see him start tonight with more of the first team around him. Yes, 100% you, agree. You, you know, you'd like to see him play with Kane, see him do do that. Uh, but I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Um, Liam Hickey says, Is the season going to be like when Leicester won the Premier League? Lots of teams dropping points and conceding goals, meaning it might finally be our year to win something. Yes, we're going to do it. It's going to be our, our <laughs> year, especially as especially as in 2016, 2016 Trump won the presidency, and it looks yeah. like he's going to lose it this time. So it's basically going to it's going to turn oh, the, the, turn the axis around. So it's going to be us that's going to win it, it this don't year. Say, don't jinx it! Don't <laughs> jinx it! I'm, I've been watching the U.S. presidential election for like the last three days straight. I'm I'm living on about four hours sleep. Me, do, do you know I I I watched I got I was on a late shift on, on the election yeah. night. And I, and I got home about half eleven, and I thought, Do you know what? Yeah. I've got to be up at seven o'clock for the kid, get the kids up for school. Yeah. I'll just watch a half an hour, half past, oh, fr- tell, half past tell three. Me you got... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. maybe I should go to sleep soon because I've got to be up at seven. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I'm glad it's not just me, uh, mate. The, the thing is, on that right, just very very quickly, we don't talk politics on this show. We don't do it. We don't do it. We don't. No, do it. I know. Right no, I know. Um, go the on, guy mate. is such a clusterfuck for the world. Oh that... God. I am I am genuinely invested in seeing him frog marched out of that office. Oh my god! <laughs> and if anyone's listening right now, he's like, "Oh, Trump's amazing." All right, fine, go away. Yeah. Uh, but but genuinely, the the guy like, if he stays in, right? This is just some of the things. The Paris climate change thing, he's left. It's yep. still on the table at the moment. If Biden wins, they rejoin. We go back in. They go back in it. Yeah, That's they we go back in. Yeah. Trump is defunding the World Health Organization. I can't even put into words how moronic you have to be during a global pandemic, pandemic. to do that. <laughs> but but he is. He's planning to do that. Um, he wants every other member of NATO to up their thing, or he'll pull out. 
NATO, the organization set up to basically stop any situation like World War II, the Cold War, to prevent these things from ever happening again. He's threatening to pull out of it unless other nations up their military spending. <laughs> For God's sake, America spends more on their military than the top over 28 of 30 countries combined. It's insane, isn't it? They're allied to 28 of them. <laughs> and they're spending more. Are combined. Anyway, can I just say one? Can I just say one thing? Yeah. It, Sam? And and, and yeah, this yeah, this yeah. this sums it up. I think this sums up his president his last yeah. four years, which I'm hoping is the only four years. But it's yeah. it's how how he's managed to it's how he's managed to make objective truth. Uh, oh, objective. Truth. Not you know how he's managed to to, to, to turn yeah. that around so it's not for for his base. You know, and and the biggest no. example of that is you've got. He's fair. All his base. You've got some of them in one state chanting, chanting don't "Stop count. the vote," and in yeah. another state where he's where he's where he's losing, st- yeah. c- count the votes. I mean, that, yeah. that, that what does that just sum it without, up? Without without a hint of irony, no. as well. They they don't see it. it they don't. Yeah, they don't see, they don't see the, the objective truth in front of them. It's like that. It's like that George Orwell saying, isn't it? You know, when you when you when you yeah. when I can when when you're convinced not to trust your eyes and your ears, like you know, and that's almost what he's done yeah. with them. Like you yeah. know, it's it, it feels it's, uh, like it's a cult, isn't it? It feels like a cult where they just they yeah. will literally hang on every word he says, and if you're out of it's, it, um, like we are, yeah. you can see it's all bullshit. But when you're in it, everything yeah, he says well, is the truth. It's, it's worrying. Uh, you know, you've got a situation there where you've got people trying to count a ballot yeah. and a bloke storming in there with a with an assault rifle. Yeah. Now, look, I'm just going to say this and I'm going to leave it because on, I don't want to go down yeah, this rabbit yeah, hole. But if a black guy walked into that voting thing with an assault rifle, he'd be dead. Yes, completely. Uh, I'm moving yeah. on. Yeah, move moving on, move on. on move right. On. Um, so the next question is from Stefan Cruz. I'm dead to you, Alvarez. Boo. Um, boo. <laughs> um, we love you, really. <laughs> <laughs> Delhi at 24 and his apparent status um, and his apparent status ooh, that was a bit catty Stefan uh, is a loan move away till the end of the season below him or would half a season loan be best thing that can happen I hear how he's still being a model professional but needs games to find form surely uh, yeah that's perfectly valid um, is it beneath him would he see it beneath him I think it depends who we try and loan him to yeah that's what I was going to say yeah that's what I was going to say Sam like, if we loan him to Real Madrid I don't think he'll see that's below yeah. him he... no, you <laughs> if know, we try PSG to loan to Stoke you know PSG genuinely were interested but wanted an option to buy which we weren't interested in mm. um, if PSG come back in and say right we'll loan him to the end of the season and then we'll talk about it maybe um I think the club would say yes, and I think Delhi would say yes. Um, you know, Delhi wants to make the Euro squad. He ain't going to do that if he ain't playing. Oh, of course. If he goes to PSG, he'll play. Um, it's a league that's got a slightly different pace to it, i.e. a lot slower. He could look like an absolute king over there. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I want him to get games. Um, whether that's going out on loan or whether in January he demands a move, we'll have to wait and see. But, um, yeah. Okay, thank you, Stefan. Thank you for your question. You get... It's a good job that we don't we don't get them to record their their questions because knowing yeah. our luck, that that would be what would appear on the next uh, oh, yeah. documentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's an ass. Yeah, I'm still so bitter about that. It's good. It's a good job I'm over it though. Yeah, um, we're completely over it, aren't yeah. we? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good job we don't hold a grudge. <laughs> um, the final question comes from Scott Stone. Scott says, "I know we are only a few weeks into the season, but." 
what would be your review so far? For me, we haven't played too well recently, but are third in the league, and I would still expect us to qualify from the group in the Europa League. What are your thoughts, and what would you change to push us to that next level? Great question, Scott. You see, Stefan, that's a good question. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. None of these questions about loaning out players and stuff. Yeah, Yeah, Scott Stone didn't (laughs) screw us over. Anyway... (laughs) You ask a friend to help you out and he goes and steals your moment. Stabs you in the back. Stabs us in the back, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Laughter hiding real pain. Anyway, um, Scott, um, I think a review of the season so far is really mixed. Um, We started awfully against Everton and me, if you listen to the podcast after that game, me and Matt were pretty much done. Yeah, yeah. Season over. We we, we were, um, yeah. You you just in the background you could just hear dun 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 uh yeah we were sort of walking off the ledge um, we we then picked up uh, performance wise to a level which none of us saw coming um you know the goals galore against man united and all of us were just like wow when this clicks because we we said it as well on the podcast but we were for ages been like oh if we just clicked we'd be so good and then those couple of games it was like wow it's clicked yeah do you know what it was Sam it was it was weird because he said about those games it clicked at half time at Southampton yeah because the yeah, first half did. was awful and that sort of what was yeah. like at Everton and then suddenly we come out second half and we're like where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. and and then it continued, you know, yeah. which none of us saw happening. We thought, well, that's a freak moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's been some freak results so far. That was clearly one of them. But no, uh, we went on a rampage then. But then we had the international break, and since then, we we've not we we've kind of stuttered a bit. You know, we we went three 0 up against West Ham. We were like, yeah, there we go. We're continuing. We're going to dominate. We want ten. Yeah, and then it all went to crap. Um. What what could it be? What I mean, could it simply be fatigue? We've played more games than anybody else, and then we all went off on international duty and came back knackered. I don't know, but we've got another international break coming up. Yay! <laughs> see, see I, I wonder, and I, 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 I'm always wary about giving Mourinho too much. I mean, because he's an intelligent guy, and sometimes you know when you're trying to second guess someone like that, and you and you think, is this just Mourinho brilliance or is it or is this not? You know, but 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 like I say, like for example, with the Brighton game, you know, the the way we sort of let off and played on the counter attack, and 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 you wonder whether he kind of like you know he's he's although I mean this is the thing, like I I remember saying when we when we when he first came to the club, look, it's not going to be like as entertaining as watching. Pochettino games you, no. you, we knew that you know and, no, and, we did know that but then we went and smashed Man United 6 yeah, no, like give us that every yeah, week yeah exactly <laughs> but but I just think that if we're going to win something and don't get me wrong I'm not trying to get ahead of myself I'm not going to say no. when, like you know we're, we're going to win a Premier League now but it feels yeah. like it could by early days it feels like with the weird season that's going on even though Liverpool yeah. are now getting back to winning ways it's a possibility yeah. more of a possibility than it was uh, uh, the, the minute after the final whistle against Everton, you know, <laughs> big time. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, but but I, don't, I think you're gonna like you know the Brighton game could be one of those games where it looks a struggle. You know, they're getting more possession, but at the end at the at the end of the day, we had yeah. three points, they had zero. You know, so yeah. I don't wrong. know. It, maybe... You're not wrong. And I did see a lot of the comments after that game of people absolutely slamming us, and I did see a couple of our uh, usual kind of commenters basically saying three points <laughs> you know whether you win 6-1 exactly, or whether exactly. you win 2-1 it's worth the same um, absolutely 
At the end of the season, if you lift the Premier League trophy, no one gives a crap that you struggled against Brighton for yes. 60 minutes. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's the point Mourinho's, I was trying to make. That's Jose's thing all the way along. Mm. You know, no one. If you win the Europa League, no one's going to care we lost to Antwerp yes, in the group stage. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. If you win the League Cup, no one's going to care that we struggled against that crappy team Chelsea and had to go to penalties. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, you know. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch slap. Um, but no, I, I genuinely think that over the course of a season, it's where you, uh, and this is a very Jose thing, but it's where you finish that people give a crap about. Yeah. And that is the reality. You know, we can all go, oh, you know, we want to play the Tottenham way, we want to do this. If Jose wins us the league this season and every game is a 2-1 Brighton, are people going to go, no, I'm not celebrating that. Nope, not at all. Nope, no. nope, nope. Premier League champions, but not the way I wanted it to be. <laughs> there might there might be some. I think they'd be foolish. <laughs> but, I mean, me personally, I think I'll be drunk for a month. <laughs> Mostly in shock. Yeah. I didn't think it'd happen in my lifetime. Who's, who's going to be the first to get the Mourinho tattoo out of me and you, if, if it happens? <laughs> if Right, if we win the Premier League, genuinely... It'd be you. No, how, how about how about we do a pack, Sam? If we win the Premier yeah. League, we both get yeah. it. A Mourinho what, a toe. Mourinho toe. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I could go. I don't know if I could have Mourinho on my skin. I, I, I'll definitely do Tottenham. Tottenham on your ass, Mourinho on your bum cheek. I'd have it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up on for that. My right cheek, definitely. Yeah. Yes, it, it can match the one I got on my left with Terry Venables. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they'll, they'll get on really well. Yeah, they, I reckon they'd have a lovely conversation with some shit between them. Yeah, um, that's what I'm doing. That that's what note, I'm doing. That is what on, I'm doing. On that visual note of my ass, yeah, um, I think we should call it a day. <laughs> I don't think there's more to say. Uh, we we go to Ludogorets uh, this evening, which is nothing to do with my ass. Um, so please don't be insulted, Bulgaria. Um, and then at the weekend we play the nightmare fixture. The one-one draw written all over it, West Brom. Oh God, why are they Mate, back? Why do who who why who, who, who pulled them back to the Premier League? <laughs> so one of my favourite tweets when they got promoted was someone retweeted there, "We're back," and someone from a Spurs like Twitter account retweeted, went, "Ah, oh, why do you exist?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is true though. Like we see West Brom on the fixture list, and it's like, oh, oh, really? oh God, I can't stand them again. Uh. Um, so, whatever happens against Ludogorets tonight, um, I'm uh, hoping for a good win, obviously. But whatever happens, we go to West Brom and we smash them. I Please. don't care, Jose. Yeah. You break this hoodoo. You you deal with them. Yep, yep, yeah. Because, <laughs> oh, oh, man, I can't... Uh, if we draw 1-1, I think that's it. I think I'm going to lose it. Oh, it's <laughs> either going to be... We're, we're either going to score, like, early and then they'll get right... Sc- yeah. Or it'll be like we're desperately trying to score at the end. And, uh, do you remember there was that one oh, once when no. we was 1-0 down and think Delhi scored right at the end and we're kind of like... Am I happy that we've got a one-all draw against West Brom? Yeah. Oh, God. Just... No, no. No. It's just so no. painful, that team. No. Uh, like, just thinking about it now, I'm coming out in that kind of like, oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> yeah. Why do they exist? They're horrible, yeah. Why are they back in the Premier League? Surely there are better clubs. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, shake that off, shake James. Um, but yeah, so uh, massive thank you to everybody for listening. I hope you're enjoying the shows. Um our listening figures in- keep increasing. You're all mad. I don't know what you're playing at, but thank you for joining us. Um, the average listeners now is over 600. With one of our shows a couple of weeks having 800 listeners. Oh, wow. 
Yeah, so that's above average, well yeah. above our average. Um, I don't know what that show was about, but clearly people liked it. Um, maybe we ought to try and do that more often. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Whatever we did that week, we should do more often. Um, but yeah, man, um, thank you for listening. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about those two games past and all sorts of fun stuff. You take care. You take care, Sam. Thank you for listening to the Spurs News Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, you can join in the conversation on our Facebook page with over 60,000 fellow Tottenham fans at facebook.com slash Spurs News.